Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, it's finally over. And we're back to the to the to the business of uh of work again. You're excited that the weekend is over? Oh, you kidding me? A waste Aren't of you? time, right? Yeah. Waste of time these weekends, these days well, off. Well, we weren't here. Were we? So, well, I mean, for far, some of the time you were. <laughs> I love it here. So I just come up here. Well, that's the thing. I get. You can't even wait until Monday morning. You got to come in on it. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I come out yeah. here. I just play the piano. Just have fun, you know? Yeah. Like just a, feel the ambiance. It's like an amusement park out here in the middle of the studio. Mm-hmm. like to partake. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So Friday, there was a, a big Democrat debate that... Was there? Nobody watched. <clears throat> so that's the thing. If they had a debate... And nobody watched it. Did it really happen? I don't know. <laughs> I saw people on Twitter talking about it. I'm like, nope. Yeah. I, I'm watching hockey. I didn't watch one second of it. Me either. <laughs> Not one second of it. <laughs> I, I saw a couple of clips after the fact. Yeah. That was enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's more than enough. Um, in fact, here's one, of, here's one of the highlights, I guess. Joe Biden oh, uh, taking on Rush Limbaugh. Still. Again. Colonel Vindman got thrown out of the White House. They walked out. I think we should, at the same time, he should be pinning a medal on Vindman and not on Rush Limbaugh. And I Limbaugh. think, I think what we should be doing now. I think we should all stand and give Colonel Vindman a, a, a show of how much we supported him. Stand up and clap for Vindman. Get your get up there. Who we are? That's who we are. We are not what Trump is. Uh-huh. Stand up for Vindman. <laughs> Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, oh God love you. What Bless am your I heart. talking about? I, you're, you're crippled. I forgot about that. That's wow. right. What am I doing? Oh, He's the worst. Yep. He couldn't even get through it either. I mean, hmm. he's so bad, and he, he's so messed up right now that he can't even get through a, a rant like that. What do you... <laughs> He knows nothing. You know he knows nothing about Rush Limbaugh. You know he doesn't know a thing about Rush. He doesn't listen to Rush Limbaugh ever. None of these people who are calling him a racist all the time. Yeah. None of them have listened to him. And how ironic that it's Joe Biden, the one throwing yes. that around. Right. Mm. Pathetic. Uh, Biden should pay attention to his own problems and his own personality flaws. And the fact that he's imploding right now. Yeah, yeah, I saw a thing over the weekend that says that he may have hit the wall. I think he has. The funding is dried up. The poll numbers are sliding. Game over, man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he might not do better than fifth in New Hampshire. Fifth. So he got fourth in Iowa. You get fifth in New Hampshire. Nobody's ever recovered from that and won the nomination. It's never happened. I mean, you know, there's a first time, I guess, for everything. 
but I, I don't think he's on that course to rebound. Nope. Uh, he's at another campaign stop in New Hampshire over the weekend, and he goes nuts on this woman who asks him a reasonable question, but you can't challenge him at all or he'll lose it. Mm-hmm. He will absolutely lose it on you. Hi, my name is Madison, and I'm an econ student at Mercer University. And, oh, awesome. Um, so I'm going to be a little bit mean for a second, okay? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you're arguably the candidate with the greatest advantage in this race. You've been the vice president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So how... So how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? It's a good question. Number one, Hmm. Iowa's a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're... Wait. you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Pause it for a second. Okay. Now... Several media outlets are trying to get let him off the hook. Mm-hmm. Fox News even did this in their headline. Uh, but the Washington Post and, and Fox News and some others have said he jokingly called her a dog-faced pony soldier. A lying dog-faced pony soldier. I, I mean, it didn't seem joking to me. Maybe it was. Even if it was. You, you can't call a woman a constituent a lying dog-faced pony soldier. And if she said, talking yeah, about? I've been a part of a caucus, I think she might have misspoke. She meant, she was thinking primary, okay? Well, even if she, I mean, he doesn't know right? if she's That's been. That's true. He does he not know. He has no idea if mm. that woman has ever been part of a caucus and he just called her a liar. Why? What, what reason do you have to call her a liar? Uh, no, you haven't. How do you know? Because it was a good question. Lying dog-faced pony soldier. Nice. <laughs> And such a hip phrase, too, right? Oh, it's so weird. Now, uh, I don't know. His, camp- his campaign claimed that he got it from some John Wayne movie or something. I, it doesn't matter where he got it. You can't call a woman a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> Joking or not, it doesn't matter, really. You just you can't say that to her. What are you doing? <sighs> if that was anybody, if that was Donald Trump... That's all we would be hearing today. We wouldn't. Nobody would say he was joking. No, no. And even if he was joking, that wouldn't matter. Mm-mm. And it shouldn't matter. You, you shouldn't be doing that. He's just out of control. He's just lost all of his governors. He can't stop himself anymore. Was there more on that? Or nah, that's pretty much it. We're good. Yeah, yeah I liked what he babbled, babbled after it. Um, but oh, really? Well, yeah. I don't know how long the how long, does the clip keep going, guys. I don't know that there's anything to it. Okay. Nah, I think I had Stop him cut it right there. Yeah. Okay. What did he say afterward? Um, well, I'd have to play it. Oh, I'm sorry. Exactly Just babbling on and yes. incoherencies mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. used to getting from mm-hmm. middle class Joe? Pretty much. Okay. But, you know, the fact is, he's losing his cool every day. <laughs> Virtually every day. Uh, he, he didn't, I mean, nobody thought he did a good job at the debate on Friday. I think most people thought that Buttigieg and Klobuchar uh, came out the best in that, based on what I read. I didn't, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> and it's hard to tell with the Democrats anyway, because I hate all their answers. <laughs> I know. They're so bad. Yeah. Then they were asked, 
if they had a problem with democratic socialism at the top oh. of the ticket. These are Democrats. Oh, this would be an easy answer, right? Yeah, they Let me should. Just ask, is every one of them else should on have. The stage concerned about having a democratic socialist at the top of the democratic ticket. Hey, raise your hands. Jump in there. Here we go. Jump. I'm not. <laughs> oh, Senator wow. Klobuchar. So, okay. uh, yeah, finally. Oh, Klobuchar wrote, raised her hand. Yeah, finally. And I guess Steyer did too. I guess because uh, And then Bernie, Bernie raised his hand. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, we know. We got it. You're a communist. We understand. You're the one. <laughs> you're the one we're talking about. Yep. Well, you and Elizabeth Warren. Wow. If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the Democrat Party, that it doesn't exist anymore, that it's now the Socialist Party. I, I don't. I don't know what would tell you that, unless they just changed their name finally to the Socialist Party, <laughs> the Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, we're getting there. Huh, they might as well. Yeah. And you say that Klobuchar raised her hand. Yeah, after a you know a long pause, few pauses there, a few seconds of pausing. Because yeah. I mean, boy, lots of leaders on that stage Friday night. Ooh, bad, bad stuff, man. Yeah, it's bad. This is why again, they can't win. Please, by all that is holy, they can't. <laughs> they can't win. It would be just disastrous for this country. Absolute disaster. Um. Chris Matthews has been saying some interesting things lately. Uh, I don't know if we... I don't think we got to this last week. I have... uh, uh, Oh, yeah. He was talking about the State of the Union address. Okay. Late last... Well, middle of last week. And we never got around to playing this. But this is interesting. I think the people where I came from will like the speech tonight. I think regular people Hmm. will... Mm -hmm. They'll see the schmaltz, the corniness. They'll Mm -hmm. see it, but they'll Mm -hmm. like it. Because it's all good stuff. Whatever huh. purpose it had. And I look at something about I huh. watch Pelosi because I really respect her like most of us do. And I watched very, uh, the way she calibrated when to stand, when to applaud. And it was almost enormous, almost entirely the tributes to people, the individual people. She always felt that was the right thing to do, especially Juan Guaido. I'm telling you, yeah. Trump set up the fight and he laid down the, the, the gauntlet tonight about him and Bernie. It's as if he was following Bernie won and popped their vote out in, in Iowa yesterday. And there he is going after Guaida, going after socialism, obviously tying all socialism to the kind we really don't like, the tyrannical socialism of the Latin Americans like Castro. He's saying, this is going to be my enemy. Great, I'm ready to fight. So I thought that was interesting. And Pelosi stood up and applauded mm. at that. Yeah. that was right. She knew where this country stands. We don't like those leaders. Huh. Uh, fascinating, though, that he said people are going to like it. People he hangs out with will like that speech. Mm. Then uh, he had some praise for Amy Klobuchar after the debate on Friday. I thought Klobuchar was wonderful. I, I've never seen her this good. I think she showed in the last week audacity, which you want to see mm. from a politician as audacity. Spontaneity. Don't have it on the damn script. Be somebody home with the lights on. Somebody who's there. A human being. And that's how she came across tonight. She never raised her voice. She was confident. She looked. I'm sorry. It's weird to say this. She seemed like a president tonight. She seemed like the president I would like to have as president. (laughs) Secondly, she had the guts to talk about the issue of this campaign. It is that word socialism. Some people like it. Younger people like it. Those of us like me who grew up in the the Cold War and Mm -hmm. saw some aspects of it after visiting places like Vietnam, like I have, and seeing countries like Cuba being there. I've seen what socialism is like. I don't like it. Okay, it's not only not free, it doesn't freaking work. It just doesn't work. Number two, she had the nerve to bring up the most 
popular public figure in the country this week, and that's Mitt Romney. She chose to praise him. And I said, my God, I can always tell a good politician who pays great praise to somebody from the other party. You can always spot him. It's the Democrat who loves Teddy Roosevelt, the Republican who likes who likes FDR, like Reagan did. You can always tell the great leaders because they give credit to the other side where credit's due. And damn it, it was great to see her do it. I'm afraid if she hadn't done it, nobody else would have done it. And I thought it was great. That's it's amazing, though, that that uh, in his perspective, in his world, Mitt Romney was the most popular person in America last week. I caught that, too. <laughs> And the other indication of that was when he said that uh, I, I like Nancy Pelosi like most of us do, or I respect her like most of us do. Where do you live, you man? Get out more, man. Even in her own, I don't think in her own district they like her that much. Uh, <laughs> she's way underwater nationally. It just shows the bubble they live in, and they just hang out with people who are like-minded. They never listen to anything other than their echo chamber. And they're just not subjected to it. <laughs> Mitt Romney, the most popular person in America? Okay. All righty. <laughs> it's an amazing little bubble they live in. Yep. It's it's incredible, and it's sad. And, and that's why they act the way they do. 888 Same with the Hollywood douchebags. Oh. Wow. Uh, <laughs> share a little bit of... of the nightmare that was the Oscars broadcast last night coming up. Um, But we have a lot of things to deal with. The mainstream media, the big tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, big mobile companies, they're all in bed with the left. And that's why we need to support companies who stand with us. Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for the values you believe in, like the right to bear arms, life, Religious liberty, supporting veterans. Starting at $25 a month, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. Now, I know switching cell phone carriers seems scary, but Patriot Mobile makes it really easy. You can keep your own number. You can bring your phone or you can buy a new one. Get the same reliable nationwide service. Whatever you want to do, they can accommodate you. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. Get free activation when you use the offer code pat plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or you could call their U.S.-based service customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. We need to stick together, so join the fight. Join the Patriot Mobile family. Patriotmobile.com slash pat or 972-PATRIOT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, last night, the uh, Hollywood crowd took the night off from raping each other, as they do every once in a while, uh, <laughs> to reward themselves for their ten thousand dollar gowns and tuxedos. Uh, it was just a beautiful night. They slapped each other, other on the back and talked about how wonderful they are and how much much more they know than the rest of us. They're yeah. so smart and so wise. We need to be lectured, you know? We yeah. really do. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness for the Hollywood crowd because they're the ones who know what we should be doing. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix 
had an interesting speech last night. Oh, the Joker guy, right? Yeah. Okay. He won for best best uh, actor, I guess. Mm. Won best actor, and here's what he had to say afterwards. I think mm-hmm. whether we're talking about gender inequality yeah. or racism yeah. or queer rights, <laughs> queer rights or indigenous rights <laughs> or indigenous. animal rights, Got we're it. talking about the fight against injustice. Yeah, we're, talking we're talking about, about the fight against the belief that one nation, one people, one mm-hmm. race, one gender... Or one species has the right to dominate, control, and use and exploit another with impunity. Right. Uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. This is where we clap. This is where we clap. No impunity. No impunity. Um, <clears throat> oh, no. What's happening? I think that we've become very disconnected from the natural world. Yeah. And many of us, what we're guilty of is an egocentric worldview. Mm-hmm. The belief that we're the center of the universe. Yeah. We go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources. Yeah, brother. We feel entitled Get this. to artificially inseminate a cow. <laughs> and what? when she what? gives birth, we steal her baby. <laughs> so, this has come down to artificial insemination of cows? Yes, sir. And then, and then when she gives birth, yeah, yeah. we steal her baby. <laughs> uh, you can't separate cattle's families. You can't. You just can't separate the families of cattle. I, I no don't know what you're, bovine separation. No, no. I'm gonna. It's Friday, isn't Friday? Protest day. Uh, I'm getting my sign ready. Oh yeah, Friday. So yep. we gotta find something to protest. Yep. Even though, well, we have something. And that's there we go. Artificial insemination of cows, cows. and no separating of the bovine families. Her no. cries of anguish are unmistakable. Oh yeah. And then we take her milk that's intended for her calf. Get this. And we put it in our coffee and our cereal. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And I think we fear what do you think? the idea of personal change. Yeah. Because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. But human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we use love and compassion as yeah. our guiding principles, uh-huh. we can create develop and implement systems of change that are beneficial to all sentient beings and to the environment. All Cue sentient the, beings. I've been... Cue the band. <laughs> I've been a scoundrel in my life. Yeah. Wait, what? I've been selfish. Yeah. I've been cruel at times. I believe it. Hard to work with. I've yeah. heard that. And ungrateful. Mm-hmm. But so many of you in this room have given me a second chance. Aww. And I think that's when we're at our best. Yeah. When, when we Me support too. each other, not when we cancel each other out for past mistakes, mm-hmm. but when we help each other to grow, when we educate each other, when we guide each other towards redemption. That is the best <laughs> of humanity. Is he talking about Harvey Weinstein there? What, what is his... I, I, help me. I wow. don't know, man. I don't know, but that was a rambling from cow insemination. Yeah, well, the, their cries of the mama cow are unmistakable. And he's one of those guys who think that uh, humans are no better than any other life. I mean, an amoeba has equal rights to a human being. I mean, just so asinine. What what happened to you along the way? Where do you think? I mean, I, I don't want to treat any living being cruelly either. But please... We are the dominant species on this planet. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. I know. Whoa. Species. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Speciesism. Speciesism. Yeah. Well, you're, you're I'm dripping guilty. it all over the place. Over guilty there. as charged. Wow. I'm a speciesist. 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 <laughs> you know what? 
Uh, let's put that word to bed so we don't have yeah. to use it anymore. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, ooh, ooh, um, so much there. What a what a disturbed Very, individual. Yeah, that disturbed is a good word for him. Uh, very strange, really weird guy. Uh, I'll never forget the interview he did with uh, David Letterman. I don't know, ten or fifteen years ago, that was just so bizarre. I, I've, I don't remember what movie it was coming off of, but uh, he was just so weird and so bizarre. And I I don't know if he was doing some. I think he was doing some performance art thing that he was going to do for a year. Do you remember that phase in his life? Uh. I mean, he's just a weird. Weird, weird guy, and and he plays a murderer <clears throat> in the movies, right? Yes, and and yeah. yet we're supposed to treat all of creation and humanity, <laughs> or right? Oh no, I don't dare say the word creation. Treat all animals, uh-huh. uh huh, and humans with respect. With respect, Which, yes, I'm sure he respectfully did that murderous movie, uh, Joker. I'm sure he did, <sighs> totally respectfully. And then uh, Brad Pitt stood up and oh, no, uh, had this to say. They told me I only have 45 seconds up here, uh-huh. which is 45 seconds more than the Senate gave John Bolton this week. I'm thinking maybe Quentin does a movie about it. In the end, Ooh. the adults do the right thing. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's also 45 seconds more than the Democrats gave the whistleblower. Genius, you know the accuser uh, who who the uh, the accused didn't get to face the guy who started all of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. forty five seconds more than they gave him as well. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Dumbass! Oh, what <laughs> I can't take it. That is tough. So <laughs> so I you know how you started the beginning of the show. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. hey, how was your weekend? Well, it was great because I didn't watch. 45 seconds of the Democratic debate, and I didn't watch 45 seconds of the Oscars either. So therefore, it was an awesome weekend. I Um, hope it's the lowest rated Oscars. I mean, it always is. Every year now, we find a new low for for these shows. Oscars, Golden Globes, all of those things that have gotten so political that everybody's swearing off now. Plus, the movies are usually not that good anyway, and a lot of people haven't seen the biggest movies. I don't even know who won the. Uh, I haven't even looked in, to see who won the Academy Award. I mean, I, I saw Parasite all over the place. I never even oh, heard did that, of that movie before this morning. Did that win? Uh, yeah, it was the first non-English language film to win Best Picture. No way! Uh, wow. Director okay. Bong Joon Ho. Uh, let's see. Did well last night. Uh, so you had to read the movie screenplay. Yeah, I guess so. Right. No, I don't like that. Yeah, so uh, 1917 was the front runner. Yeah, 1917, from what I heard, was outstanding and shot really amazingly like it was one scene. It looked like it didn't have a single edit in it. Oh, nice. It went from beginning to end, with, you know, following the whole, the, the same stream. Hmm. Pretty amazing. Uh, so. Oh, so Renee Zellweger uh, won the uh, first lead actress award okay. for Judy. Judy Garland. Wow. So you got Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Renee and Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. For, Cold, uh, for um, Judy. Best picture was Parasite. That beat out 1917, yeah. The Irishman, which had a lot of buzz early. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Don't know anything about that. Uh, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Ford versus Ferrari. Out of all of those, Parasite wins the best. 
And I, I'll bet you it was because it wasn't an English-speaking movie. <laughs> what do you want to bet? Probably. Uh, an English-speaking movie's never won. It's time. It's time for that to happen. Now, here's a shocker. Cats did not win anything. Oh, no. Yeah. That is a shocker. Meow. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, that's, I guess that's the... Those are the main ones. We've already... Supporting actress Laura Dern in Marriage Story. That's a Netflix movie, so... Netflix got an Academy Award. Uh, documentary short feature. What else? Uh, documentary feature. American Factory. That's the Obama-backed movie. And, of course, it won the Oscar. <laughs> American Factory is about Chinese products or Chinese workers or, I don't know, something. Of course. Uh, some Obama agenda movie. And it did, in fact, of course. Of course, of course it won. As you knew it had to. Pathetic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I can't take it. There, there's too much irritating stuff already in the first 24 minutes of uh, the new day. Best visual effects went mm. to 1917, in case you're keeping up with the awards for best visual effects. <clears throat> I, I always do, yeah. It's, well, I'm glad I could uh, yeah. f- find that little nugget for you there then. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and Pitt got up and was... Yap it about 45 seconds is more time than they gave Bolton uh, for his victory, his win in Best Supporting Actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Okay, then. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, good. We have 366 days uh, that we can wait now until the next uh, go-around. That's good. Yeah. Good. Well, we- and I, I think they've pretty well alienated <clears throat> a pretty good portion of America where you, I, I had no interest in watching that thing last night. Yeah, None. Me either. I didn't even know it was on until <clears throat> I saw something on Twitter about it. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's tonight. Yep. Whatever. Me too. I, I remembered it was on. I thought, nah, I'm not watching it. Just not worth it. Uh, and I'm glad because uh, it just would have hacked me off. <laughs> in real time. In real time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just save it for Monday morning. Uh, <laughs> that's a good way to start a Monday to be angry and upset at Hollywood. I'm not doing it tonight. Uh, Michael Bloomberg has put out <clears throat> another really weird ad. He's been pretty good at putting out strange <laughs> stuff uh, since he entered this race. And here's his uh, really weird Twitter ad. That's <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Lie, 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 unfair, lie, lie, lie. And this goes on. For like la, 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 two and la, a half. La, 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 you got to be kidding! Two minutes and thirty-eight la, seconds. Yeah, that's la, what this la, lasts. La, yep, of a gingerbread dancing on the shoulder of the president la, while he says la, the word "lie." Apparently, la, 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 I, as someone la, on Twitter la, la, said, la, la, I don't know if the la, the creator la, of this was on la, acid. La, they were tripping when they were putting la, this together. La, la, so there you go. La, there is a uh, Michael Bloomberg ad. That's where we're at in the 2020 la, campaign. La, la, la. And we can kill this whenever Pat says. Because this is... That is really bizarre. What are you trying to accomplish with this? I I don't know, but it's um, A whole bunch of gingerbread people. Okay. Uh, I think we got it. uh, People? I think I got the... Yeah. Gingerbread men. Gingerbread. Don't give in. People. Don't give in. <laughs> don't give in to the other side. I don't right? know their preferred pronouns, so I'm going to play it safe. That's there. a dude. Do you think so? Yeah, look how he was dressed. I mean, right. button up, little <laughs> weird socks or something. As a man, and and it said it was 
Like from Bloomberg, not some weird pack or some person, right? Yeah, that's a uh, that's an internet actually, ad that uh, didn't quite work. Uh, I mean, I guess you're trying to say that the president lies with everything he says. What did the gingerbread man have to do with it? <laughs> Brother, I got no... Really like I said, it was an acid trip. Get it. Uh, wow. <laughs> All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now, now something that's great. I would like to go ahead and tease, if I may, mm. um, which is dangerous, as you know in the business, especially when it's not been done yet. But um, coming up uh, on Friday's uh, Pat Gray Unleashed program, we're gonna have. It only took five years for the next installation of leakages. Did you just hear the crowd roaring from right here? You can hear them across mm. the land. Mm-hmm. They're excited about the next round of leakages. Uh, we're going to be uh, showing you that. On a, so be looking on social media. You're going to want to go to Pat's YouTube channel this week, okay? YouTube.com slash Pat Gray. And there you will find, within the next couple of days, uh, the five-year-old um, original leakages. And then we have a special Valentine's Day leakages coming up on Friday, okay? It was uh, 2015 when we did that? It was. Yeah, it was five years ago. That I we, thought it was older than that. So, I mean, this is bang. We got this right out for you. <laughs> right. The it's second like installment. When an artist goes into the bam. studio to make the next album, you can't bam. rush them. Right. I mean, right. It takes time yeah. to create perfection. Genius. Mm-hmm. So I mean, looking. you look at uh, the way Boston produced their albums, <clears throat> for instance. Okay. They did one in 1976. All right. Their next one happened in 70. Eight late seventy or late okay. eight, late seventy eight early seventy nine. The next one happened in nineteen eighty five. Okay, eighty six. So it took. Are we still it was waiting? like eight years. It was seventy eight to eighty six. I think. Okay, eight years between albums. See, so we're giving it to you early here. Five years. All you had to wait. By the way, if you want to be alerted when this stuff goes out there, the original leakages and the new one, go to youtube.com slash pat gray. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Get notified. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Had some tweets here at Pat Unleashed from Stinky. Uh, Maybe lying dog-faced pony soldier is Joe's version of Jane, you ignorant slut. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> uh, lying dog-faced pony soldier from Lone Wolf. Biden is the Montgomery Burns of the Democrat Party. Yes, yes. <laughs> Viral lint speciest. Look fat. You can't challenge me on anything, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to challenge you on some sort of physical contest. <laughs> uh, that's all that remained was for him to say, you want to get down and do some push-ups? Do you? Dog face? The Steve 42? The white people in Iowa don't care about cow babies separated from their mama cows. Yeah, that's true. And sad. (laughs) Constitutional milk drinker? Save the baby cows. But abortion is a right for women. That's... uh, Yep, (laughs) that's the left philosophy in a nutshell. So incomprehensible. You can't artificially inseminate a cow. But go ahead and tear a baby out of the womb uh, minutes before it's born. Not a problem. So pathetic. I mean, how do they 
reconcile that in their heads. Uh, let's see. From Cirrus 1701. So Brad Pitt is permitted defense in his court case, but POTUS is not. Mm. Yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Uh, these people are pathetic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of which, AOC uh, has another little video out where she shows her brilliance and her genius. <laughs> it just keeps coming from her. There's just no stopping her. Uh, here she is talking about a very, very uh-huh. famous economist. Oh wow, we're talking economist. Yeah, she was just reading it. Okay. Uh, it's funny guy. you asked this because I was just reading today about how Milton Keynes, a famous uh, economist back in the day, predicted Wait, that by 2030, U.S. GDP would grow <laughs> yeah. six blah, to blah, eight blah, times blah, blah. what it is, Milton which would Keynes. allow for everyday people to work 15 mm-hmm. hours a yeah, week. Yeah, we got it. You memorized uh, <laughs> the front half of one dude and the back half of another. Whoops. Oopsie daisies. Play that again, because she didn't. She never caught it. Uh, play that one more time. It's funny you ask this because I was just reading mm-hmm. today about how Milton Keynes, a famous uh, <laughs> economist back in the day, Milton predicted Keynes. that by 2030, U.S. GDP of course, yeah. Milton grow Friedman, six to eight times who she wouldn't is, agree with on anything. I'm sure for everyday people to work 15 hours a week. Uh huh. Milton. It's Milton Friedman and it's John Keynes, mm-hmm. Keynesian economics. Mm, wow. <laughs> Milton, Milton Keynes, and she's you know she's, she's smart. You know that she's so smart. She is she's smart? And by the way, um, the AOC cardboard cutout out here in the hallway that yeah that I post on Twitter mm-hmm. and you know in the dark it screamed like a little girl when I saw that thing last week in the in the morning. And yeah, the life size, right? Mm-hmm. Even in the daylight, it causes you to jump back. Hiding mm-hmm. out here between the walls. I don't know who's moving that thing around, but it's not funny. Okay. I think we have. Uh, I think we have some. Oh, no. <clears throat> some more from. Yeah, we got more AOC. For AOC you here. and and her boyfriend makes uh-huh. a debut here too. Oh, oh yes, this is good stuff. Cool. So Riley, what has been helpful to hey, Riley. you in combating racism? Oh, let's uh, combat racism. Uh, here we I go. think it's helpful and important to talk important. to other people about <laughs> racism, important. and uh, I think a lot of people. And- and part, and they don't want to be racist. They don't think that they're racist. <laughs> okay. But they also don't know some of the things that they mm-hmm. believe or say are and can be racist. Really? And mm-hmm. I think one of the like effective ways okay. is just to talk. Effective. And kind of help teach them about why some of the things they believe or say or think are wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not necessarily mm-hmm. racist. But, who's but that wrong? they're wrong. Who's and that'll sort of, of like chip away and you know, contribute yep. to some development in this area, wow. but not necessarily take somebody from like being a racist from to like. not being a racist in one conversation. And it's just always being open to yeah. learning about racist things that we may have said or done mm-hmm. without judgment and defensiveness. Or whatever. Right. right. I really hope those two do not procreate. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. I just think it's important mm-hmm. that we like, you know, say important things. Point out stuff that's wrong or whatever. And, and talk about important economists. Oh, right. Like Milton Keynes. <laughs> um, like whatever. It's just, that's just a fun couple right there. Oh, that's good. They're great. They are. They're cute. They really yeah, cute couple. compliment each other nicely. Nah, they bring pretty much the same things to the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It ain't much. Oh, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 93 We should talk about what's important uh, with racism. <clears throat> yeah, right? we should. And Because uh, sometimes we don't know the important mm-hmm. racist things, and we need to know them. we got to make amends, too, um, for, for the centuries of racism from... Like, for example, that's I'm being white. done right now, right. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. All the white people in history the... that have been evil racists, yeah. I'm responsible today for them. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're responsible for our ancestors' transgressions and uh, that thus reparations, right? Oh, oh that's just the start, man. Are you thus kidding me? Thus reparations. That's the start. Uh, the black Israelites were conducting a little, I don't know, ritual or something on the streets like an important ritual (laughs) on the like the streets these are the guys that made stuff yeah these are the guys that made uh, that covington kid a multi-millionaire right yeah effectively yeah by instigating in dc and remember that yeah Yeah. so they've got some idiotic white people who i guess are self-loathing and believe that they're responsible for the sins of their of the past video uh, look at this. They so now, kneel down before him. The first thing you got to do is show your deed that you are you are sorry for what has happened to our people. You got to okay. bow down. You got to bow down the real to you. prophets of the Lord right here. <laughs> you should be on your knees. That was a command. Ain't nobody move. Uh-huh. Amen. Hey, man. No sweat. No sweat. White people, a white couple is kneeling before these black Hebrew guys. That is unreal. Oh, and that's that's just the first part he says. It's tricky. To be with their face toward the earth. You got to put your face toward the earth. Oh, you got to bow before me. And now this is the last part. Oh, that's got to be kidding me. Up the dust of thy feet. Lick up the dust of thy feet. I'm only asking you to kiss my boot. That's it. Axing her to kiss his boot. And uh, they absolutely do. And they do kiss his boot. Oh, yes. They they do. Is this the same couple? No. So basically, all the guys go in a circle there and put their feet up and they kiss their feet. And then another couple shows up on the scene. Oh, good. Move it. Hmm. Okay, so here we go. They're getting out of their little... Uh... You understand? You got to get down on your knees. Okay. You understand? Can you believe You got to get down on your knees. Go ahead and read. With their face toward the earth. With your face toward the earth. Yeah, okay. Ah, no, no. Now, here's, here's what you got to do next. Just give them a hand. Give them a yeah, hand. Now, they prove They proving that they are different. Run. Now they proving that they not like Christopher Columbus. That's right. They're not like Christopher Columbus. They're now, kneeling before the, the black man. The thing is you got to do is you got to what? What? And lick up the dust of thy feet. Now, you got to lick up the oh, dust from the prophet's feet, which means ground. basically you she just got to kiss the boot. You understand? That's kiss it. the boot. Here we go. Look Give him a hand. Give That's him a right. Hand. Look That's at right. this. Give him a hand. That's really disturbing, it's right? Disturbing. Yeah. It's and really this just goes on. on. It's really disturbing. Everybody gets a boot kissing. Just give him a hand. Now watch this. Now a black guy comes up here in the green. This will not get you into heaven. Get up. Thank you. This proves that wow. they And they're like not listening. The white couple right not listening. There is hope for the white race. Unreal. So then, that's, that's couple number two. 
now we... Uh, you can't be serious, there's more than... Yeah, oh, and then we got this <clears> white <throat> chick by herself that shows <clears throat> up on the scene. Watch this. Uh, uh, okay. You understand to do nothing not long. And, and we're, we're going to prove today if, if this you is really love black people. Obscene. And lick up the dust. We're going to prove that you like now, you black people. Now, not your I feet. Mean, our just feet. Just not yet. I'm not, I'm not saying you got to. Now, look at that. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., I'm saying, I'm gonna you can tune in to their website and watch some sermon or That's something. All. Now, if you, you do Make that, sure you click you on radio show. Click on radio show. Like well, you go there this week. And, and I think it's 9 p.m. Eastern, but I can't be so that's, positive. That's I'm tonight. Just, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind yeah. of deducing from the fact they were in D.C. and New York here. Yeah. It's Eastern. So here we go. Now she's ready. Here we go. All right. Give me some boots to kiss. All right. There we go. And she does it again. And the next one. You've got to be kidding me. And now, why are you even stopping to listen to this slide? Right. Why? And 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 <clears throat> missed in all of this is that he's doing all of this in the name of Christ. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you had that black guy that came by and said to the white people, "Get up! Get up! You don't have to be doing this. This is this is not going to save you. Get up!" And they just they they stayed there. They stayed there. <laughs> You, you remember how, like, uh, when 2019 started, we knew mm. it was going to be worse than 2018. Yes. And we knew the same about 2020. And, well, I think we have reached peak 2020 in February. Yeah, well, wait. Just wait. Wait what? Wait till March. Oh, no. In April and May. Oh, no. I mean, every there month. Are you, know, you know that. Every month, it's going to be something worse than the month before. Yeah, we're going to be sitting here in December going, man, remember the simpler times when white people were kissing the boots of black people? <laughs> yeah. Those were good times, Good times. Man. <laughs> those times don't come back. We're going to get those back. It's madness, man. Wow. That, madness. That's really amazing. Really amazing. Uh, humiliating, which is the point, of mm-hmm. course, uh, and in, awful, despicable stuff. And willing participants. Yeah. Yeah, just sheep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Losing your hair sucks. We all know that, uh, but we can help you with that. What you might not know is that the cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. The FDA approved two hair treatment products that can can uh, control DHT and prevent hair loss. And in sixty five percent of the men, it actually triggers hair regrowth at the same time until now these were really expensive but now the generic versions of these fda approved uh products are available through keeps so not only are these up to 90 percent effective but they're totally affordable and you do this right in the comfort and privacy of your own home you just snap a few pictures of your hair and a licensed doctor will review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, then it's shipped discreetly to your door. So if you are tired of losing hair, you want to even, maybe even reverse that process, you've got a free online doctor consult and 50% off your first order to get you started. 50% off right now. Keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. Unleashed. You mentioned the opposite of this. White supremacists out on the street uh, f- suggesting black people do this ritual with them. Kneel at their feet. I mean, <laughs> I, can't, I mean, what's you worse? You can't even imagine. Seriously, what's worse? Asking someone to kiss your feet 
or being the person that actually does it? Uh, being the person that actually does it. Both are just but the, insane. But the white, the you know, the lemmings that did this are just ridiculous. It just shows how indoctrinated they've been. It just shows that they have been beaten down with this crap their whole lives. Because they were all really young uh, millennials, you know, maybe early 20s at the most. And totally, totally willing participants. Yeah, you're right. We've been awful. We're terrible. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher Columbus, what a killer. Yeah. Now, if you had said... To, a genocidal maniac. To those young millennials, if you had said, now, um, you're not going to get any avocado toast today, okay, um, then that would have been a problem. This, that would have been a problem. They wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you get... If mm-hmm. you kiss my boots, no avocado yeah. toast for you today. <laughs> then they'd be like, whoa, whoa, barbarism. <laughs> but as it stood, they, of yeah. course, did it because, like you said, they're guilty lemmings. Yep. Guilty for what, by the way? Yeah, be your own person. Did you do this? Right. Did you Did you enslave a race of people? And it would have been nice had they said that. You know, I, I haven't, uh, I'm not racist. I'm, I'm not oppressing you at all. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to, I'm going to keep, uh. Heading to where I was going in the first place. How's that? <laughs> yeah, and the one guy, the leader guy, was like, we, we polish our shoes every time before we come out. I don't care. Are you, <laughs> just, not, are you making I'm it all right? I'm not kissing your boot. I'm just, I'm not I doing mean, that. What is that? Mm. No self-respect. Word. In fact, self-loathing. Yeah. They've made so many white people into self-loathing lemmings that, I mean, that, that, that's not even that surprising now because we, we hear this kind of, st- uh, of stuff from... College students all the time. Well, I mean, they're you know they're they're indoctrinated in their schools about how bad white people are. They're canceling any subject that seems to be too white centric, uh, and they're 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 forcing them into studies of you know ethnic studies, which are almost always amazingly progressive, if not just downright communist. Mm-hmm. It's despicable. I mean, this is the fruit. Of the education system. Yeah. When you turn your kids yep. over and just completely tune out, oh, I'm sure they're learning all sorts of great stuff. Are you? Are you? That's what they're learning. They're learning to hate themselves. Congratulations. You just paid thousands upon thousands of mm-hmm. dollars to make sure that your child hates his or herself, however they identify. Telling you. Um, can that fire and brimstone be very far behind? <laughs> There's the, there's the clippity clop of the four horsemen of the apocalypse riding through town, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and we got a plague of locusts in uh, in Africa too. Oh really? Yeah, a oh. huge. I mean, this is billions no. and billions of oh, locusts. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, then then in Somalia, where the, where the outbreak is not quite as bad they got the more small wingless type hopping around um but they're growing Mm. up and they're growing in one of the most inaccessible places on the planet large parts of somalia south of this semi-autonomous puntland region are under threat or held by the al-qaeda linked al-shabaab extremist group which makes it difficult or impossible to fly around and spray them through the aerial spraying of the locusts, which Uh is the only way you can control them. Uh, Somalia declared the outbreak a national emergency. Across the region, it has the potential to be the most devastating plague of locusts in any of our living memories. Whoa! 
if we don't reduce the problem faster than we're doing at this moment. And what kind of crops do they uh, grow over there in Africa that are uh, being risked? Do we know? Just um, you know, wheat, barley, okay, corn. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, all their food is just being gobbled up by these locusts. Man. I mean, they literally wipe things out in a matter of minutes. And then the wind carries them. They can go. I, I was just reading the other day that they can go uh, 50 to 75 miles a day uh-uh. and just devastate crops. That's like taking a road trip with my grandparents. Yeah, we might get 50, 75 miles before the end of the day. Yeah. Right faster, Papa. A couple of uh, stops along the way for mm-hmm. wee wee and th- whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stretch out at mile 20. Uh-huh. <laughs> An armed Somali policeman stood by. Uh, experts on Thursday walked across the dry land, crawling with the young locusts, and explained the threat to come if the world doesn't act right now. The world needs to know this is where it all begins. In the next three to four weeks, these nymphs, as we call them, will, d- will develop wings. Uh-oh. Then they're expected to set off for neighboring uh, Kenya and Ethiopia, where a handful of planes spraying pesticide can only do so much if the swarms keep arriving. Climate experts have pointed to unusually heavy rains, aided by, you know, so if it's not raining, <laughs> that's global warming. Yes. Right? Yes, okay. Because the drought is global warming. Yes. So, but, then when it rains, what if it's, it's global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yep. Aided by a powerful cyclone off Somalia in December as a major factor in the out- outbreak. Uh, the locusts were carried in by the storm's winds from the Arabian Peninsula. And now they're feeding on Somalia's fresh vegetation. Mm-hmm. And this is happening all through northern Africa now and uh, could cause really, they said, the most severe famine we've ever seen. Wow. Eclipsing wow. 1984. Really? Yeah. So yeah. we've got this plague of locusts, really, literally. We've mm-hmm. got a big update on the coronavirus. I know you want to get to Yeah, we got that coming up next. As well, yeah. And great to have you with us. Welcome. Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed uh, concerning the gingerbread man that was dancing on <laughs> President Trump's Stupid. shoulder. Uh, and occasionally there were multiple gingerbread men. <laughs> Now, Keith was assuming they were gingerbread men. Yeah, men. That's how they identify. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If Scotty Swedman says, I don't know how you can make that assumption, Keith. Yeah. No self-respecting gingerbread man would ever wear purple gumdrop buttons. Oh, I missed that fun mm-hmm. fact. Really? I missed that. Yeah. I thought they were, well, whatever. From a two-headed caucus coin? <laughs> I'm guessing Bloomberg came up with the gingerbread man idea while eating them with his big gay ice cream. <laughs> No other reason for that stupid commercial. That was bad. So yeah, he's done. He's done the weird gingerbread man thing and the big gay ice cream. Wow, weird stuff. That's a campaign mm. that's got it right there in front of him. They're gonna blow it. Uh, the Steve Forty Two AOC's economics professor must be so proud. Yeah, that's right. She she graduated with a degree in economics. <laughs> Remember that? No. And she can't even get Milton Friedman or John Maynard Keynes' name right. Well, she got Mitt, yeah, Milton Keynes or Keynes, I think she called yeah, him. Yeah, Milton, Milton Keynes. Keynes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's see. From uh, Scotty, how long do you think you could last in a room with AOC and her boyfriend talking before you jump out the window screaming? Mm, 10, 15 seconds. Pico second. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tough. I can make it a maybe a full 15 seconds. Maybe. Governor Pat- Patrick Henry's ghost. Uh, you know, like, 
um, uh, cohesive thought is like, um, you know, hard. Okay. <laughs> she is something else. Jeffy's 18 spoons tweets AOC. I think Martin Luther Keynes was one of the most influential meteor climate guys in the history of U.S. Americans' financial hood. I'm so intelligent. <laughs> nice job, Jeffy's 18 spoons. Awesome. Uh, you gotta love it. <clears throat> you gotta love it. Except I don't. I don't love her at all. I dislike her with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. Just a billion. Just a billion, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are people I've disliked 10 billion white hot. Like, for instance, Adam Schiff, 10 billion white hot burning suns. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> the Chinese ambassador was speaking about Tom Cotton. Senator Com- Tom Cotton said last last week, was it, yeah. that this maybe came from a laboratory. In fact, I don't think he even said maybe. He said it was brought into the Wuhan seafood market. From a laboratory. Uh, he said that, it, that the laboratory is right there. Um, and so he was just surmising that, but I don't know that. I don't so know he, he was he not said. saying that he, he had evidence of it. He's just I guessing. think he was just saying that uh, let's put these pieces together. It was brought into the market, and there was a biohazard, uh, bioweapons type lab right there. Okay, so obviously the Chinese ambassador has to come out. Oh, and, okay, Good. and strongly refute. Oh, let's clarify this. Strongly yeah. refute. Put this rumor what, to bed. And here, here he is doing There's just a lot that. Of unknown. And a lot of suspicion because of that. And in fact, this week, uh, Senator Tom Cotton, who sits on the Senate Intelligence and Armed Services Committee, suggested that the virus may have come from China's biological warfare program. Uh-oh. Oh, That's an extraordinary yeah. charge. What say you? How do you respond to that? Extraordinary. I think it's true that a lot that- is still unknown. And yeah. our scientists, uh-huh. Chinese scientists, American scientists, yeah. scientists of other countries are doing their best to learn more about the virus. Mm-hmm. But it's very harmful. It's very dangerous. Very dangerous and To stir up suspicion, stir, stir up. rumors, and spread them among the people. For one thing, <laughs> this will create panic. Uh-huh. Another thing is that it will fend up racial discrimination, xenophobia, uh-huh. or racial discrimination. That will Wait, really what? harm our joint efforts to combat uh-huh. the oh, virus. Yeah, but of course, did it happen or what? All kinds of speculations and rumors. Uh-huh. There are people who are saying that these viruses are coming from some military lab, not of China, maybe in the United States. How, how oh. can we what? believe all these crazy things? Whoa, he put that uh. to bed, right? <laughs> no, I mean, don't he you didn't. feel good? No, you feel good? <laughs> not it's at not all. A bio weapon. I, I don't feel the least bit no. good. He didn't I, deny it for a second. I he didn't some, even deny it. I took some notes here. Uh, so it's uh, I can't even read my own handwriting. I can write it upside down, but I can't write normal. Mm-hmm. It says uh, like what do you say? Unknown. Uh, yeah, so it's unknown. It's how, unknown. Yeah, we don't know. It's harmful to stir up rumors. In other words, Tom Cotton would be in a Chinese prison if he were a Chinese mm, citizen. Yes. Uh, we're yes. dealing with racial discrimination and xenophobia? Jeez. Wow. China, man. So we're going to make this about race? Yeah, we're going to make it about race. That's, that's just bizarre. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, how, did, how do you turn this into a racial issue? Uh, because you got nothing. That's what, that's what happens when you have no argument. When you can't refute you, this claim. I mean, you should be able to just say, absolutely not. No. Period. Yeah, we're going to find where it came nope. from, but I can say that we're not It did not come this. from a military lab. Yeah, we're not, no. we're not playing around with the coronavirus in a Chinese lab. 
We're going to find out where it came from, but it did not come from that. No. So what he just said leads me to believe that they are playing around with the coronavirus in a Chinese military yeah. lab. Snuck out, remember? And, the- and it could have. It could very well have. And they don't know. Maybe they don't know for sure, but it's a definite possibility. What was what, that, a level four uh, out of a scale of one yeah. to four? Something like one that. One to five, I think, five, and this is a four. Okay, and then we had the uh, caller last week into the show who said yep. that some Chinese scientists brought a uh, vial with level three on a suitcase or something right. to America to study. Yep. I mean, maybe lock Crazy. the doors and wash your hands, China. We got So we got <laughs> two things now, not just the washing of the hands, but the locking of the doors so this stuff doesn't escape. Yeah, but this is getting to be a big deal. Oh, it's and, it's and, a really big deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've got some stats here under my donut and kolache celebrating Glenn's birthday here. Uh, let's oh, that's see. That's right. Let's Happy make... birthday to Glenn, who's yep. I don't know, sixty-four, 64. today. I think 65, sixty-five, something like that, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, and th- this is such a much bigger deal. Not only has it surpassed the death total of SARS in two thousand three, but it's also going to um, I think by a lot. Hasn't yeah, it? yeah, it's going to affect the uh, global economy more as well because in two thousand three. China only represented 4% of the world's economy. Today, China represents 16% of the global economy. Wow. And so Jeez. big things uh, big things happen. Also, they've uh, they've still locked down about 50 to 60 million people. Yeah. who are under quarantine right now. Uh, there are they are physically going to people's homes and dragging them out. Yes, they are. They're arresting Sick people. Like, if if you have the coronavirus and you're at home, and I guess you haven't checked into a hospital, I don't know, that must be mandatory now. Because they're coming in with hazmat suits, yeah. and they're dragging you, physically dragging you out of your home and arresting you. And these people that they're dragging out... And they don't rather, want to go. They'd rather die at home than on the floor of some nasty facility where there are no beds. And I don't even know, are they going to a hospital, or are they putting them in a concentration camp who knows what the they're, chinese are doing with them, them off who knows die. yeah yeah exactly and they don't i mean they know enough to know they don't want to go with these guys yeah yeah and and remember that doctor who first sounded the alarm back in december <laughs> is dead he died on friday yeah really sad terrible um and so you've got that uh he tried to sound the alarm they arrested him the way this guy probably wants to arrest tom cotton yeah for stirring up rumors it, of course, turned out to be true. By the way, if you do have the coronavirus and you're in America, congratulations. You're about to get a free trip, all-expense-paid trip, to either Texas or Nebraska. That's where they're taking them. Uh, there's a town called Ashland. Uh, there's a base there between Omaha and Lincoln. And there's also, mm. uh, they're sending them to a fort here in Texas as oh, well. Oh, how nice. So, yeah, that's right. And, that's um, great. It's really? a good time to... Uh, that I hadn't heard. Yeah. So we're we're taking them to certain places. Mm-hmm. In Texas there's and Nebraska. There's two locations. Yeah. And we've got 12 people from... At last report, 12 Americans. So they're either going to Nebraska or Texas, and they're going to be treated all together. Huh. Yeah, it's going to be good. Interesting. I'm glad they're just bringing it right in the middle of the country. Yeah, let's, yeah, Let's yeah. go for That's the good. north side and the south side, right in the middle. Boom! Like 724 dead and 31,000-plus infected. Ugh. And I'm being completely serious when I say, why aren't we taking these Americans to a base in Alaska? I'm, I'm not not to be cruel, mm-hmm. but just to say, ah, yeah, it slips away from us, you know. It's mm-hmm. in Alaska as opposed to the right. middle, Out in the middle of, of nowhere. the country. Yeah. Anyhow, did you see the guy in Illinois last week who walked into a Walmart spraying Lysol with a sign that says, I have the coronavirus? Yes. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> yes. You're good. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah. See, this isn't funny. No. That's why we didn't do the... the 
we didn't do a, the the comedy song about it. There's, you know, believe it or not, like uh, we had several. We struggle with this stuff. Yeah, we do struggle with it. <laughs> we want to be funny, but... and there were several mutations of the song that could have <laughs> that could have happened, uh, but uh, we decided not to because people are dying. Yeah, it's you a know? serious. So thing. it's a, it's a very serious thing. Now we have this. It's not Lysol, but it's this. Uh, oh yeah. What's the wipes? Clorox wipes. Clorox wipes list the coronavirus <laughs> on the back of the label. Yeah, thanks. Candace found this, uh, pointed this out on the label there. It says. Uh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, you read it because that's too small <sighs> for me, the print. Oh, no. Uh, Hang on. I, I, I need my seeing glasses. I got my spectacles. Oh, you got here your specs. Too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so human coronavirus <clears throat> listed. Uh, the on human the coronavirus. Go to um, Walmart or whatever today wow. and, and look on the shelf. Uh, even if you don't purchase the item, uh, the Clorox wipes. I Coronavirus. These are, are going to be sold out in a lot of places. That'll kill the coronavirus. Yeah. At least it claims to. So so I think what doctors aren't suggesting is that you just wipe a Clorox wipe on the inside of your nostrils every day before you leave the house, <laughs> and you should be, uh, you can prevent uh, the coronavirus from entering your body. I mean, that wouldn't be a terrible idea, would it? I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> so I don't think it'll hurt you, right? Ooh, that's a rough smell. Time for a break yet? <clears throat> but hey, I'm, I'm immune now, right? Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah, you you're, just you're fine. Yeah, you're fine now. <laughs> All right. So, time for a donut. I mean, Clorox has been on top of the coronavirus for quite some time, obviously. Maybe, maybe they're the source, Pat. Maybe we just cracked the code. Maybe, maybe this is a big plot Clorox stock. Is this Procter & Gamble? I bet it's big business. Right? Uh-huh. It's either Johnson & Johnson or Procter & Gamble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's some big conglomerate like that. It's somebody making money uh-huh. off of other people. They played on our fears. <laughs> Clorox wet wipes. It's like George W. Bush. Uh huh. He played on our fears. <laughs> it's just a Clorox company. Like they're their own entity now. I don't think so. That's not possible. Well, look, there's at no that. such That's what thing. It says the dot com slash patents. Really? If you want to contact huh. them about the all right coronavirus action. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, last week at the State of the Union address. Uh, you know, it was so, so difficult for some people uh, to hang on during the presidential speech that they had to turn to each other uh, to try to to try to get through it all. Oh, no. You know, there was an hour and 17 minutes of Donald Trump talking, and that was just really difficult for the Rashid, <laughs> Rashida Tlaibs and the Alan Omars of the world. And so they had each other during the triggering moments at the State of the Union speech. Oh. Uh, here's here's what uh, Rashida Tlaib had to say. She sat next to Alan Omar. Uh, no, I think it was a huge struggle for me because I don't think people mm-hmm. realize it's worse in, in when you're actually there versus what you... No, it really is. It's it's And actually, there was moments of triggering and I kept triggering. holding your hand. No, no. And, oh, you kept holding your hand. We intentionally sat next to each oh, other no, to you, support no. each other. But, triggering? Oh, there was triggering, Keith. There was there were moments of triggering. Oh no, I hate to hear that. And she held her hand. And they held hands to try to get through it, because that was the only way. This is so hard. Listen, he's talking about life, letting babies live. <laughs> Hope they had hand sanitizer. He's talking about low unemployment. I can't take it. <laughs> Squeezing my hand a little tight there, Pat. 
Ow! Ow! Alright, I got it. Jobs are good. Okay, can you let go of my hand? The economy is strong and the stock market's up! Ow! Help me! Ow! Could you stop with the death grip? My god, the economy's great. It sucks. (laughs) And that's how they are. That's exactly the way they look at this. The economy is great. It sucks. 888-900-3393. I vote Democrat 2020. Uh, The economy's great. It It sucks. sucks. Vote Democrat. All right. Did you know that dry dog food uh, needs to have a shelf life of two or three years? So they sterilize the food when they make it. In other words, they have to kill anything that might be alive in your pet's food and so the side effect of that is that, you know, all the probiotics and enzymes and vitamins and the good-for-you healthy microbacteria is all dead. It's, it's killed in the process. So your dog is just eating dead food, which is why I'm so happy to have found Rough Greens Smart. It's not a dog food. It's a healthy supplement that you put in your dog's food to give them all the live nutrients that they need for really good health. So no matter what you feed your dog... You know, the most expensive food on the market or something you just make at home. Rough Greens Vitasmart will make your foods, uh, your dog's food, better. And they, my dog absolutely loves it. Glenn's dog absolutely loves it. And they're <laughs> completely different dogs, let me tell you. Uh, his is a German Shepherd. Uh, trained to kill. And uh, mine <laughs> is a little... Uh, what is she? She's a Morky. She's a Morky. What's that mean? It's a Maltese and a Yorkie mix. Aw. But Yorkshire. she's cute, right? Yeah, she's yeah, she's a Why don't you post a picture of her sometime on Twitter? Why don't I? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a good idea? That'd be great. I think I'll do that. <laughs> uh, if you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash blaze. Or call eight three three my dog thirty three or roughgreens.com slash blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. Ah, so one day before New Hampshire, we finally have the total for Iowa. <laughs> I mean, literally, they, they announced this yesterday, right? Was it yesterday or Saturday? Uh, I don't yesterday, know. Yesterday. Over the weekend. I think it was yesterday. Uh, Booty Judge did barely eke out a victory over Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I don't understand, well, a lot about the state of Iowa, but uh, 13 delegates for Pete, 12 for Bernie. I don't know what the count is. I should have looked that up. Uh, So Pete gets uh, 564, Bernie 562. Um, The percentage is 26.2 to 26.1. I mean, it was razor thin. And I kept, I, I put it out there. I couldn't get a satisfactory response. The guy who flipped the coin, we, sh- we, sh- we played the video where he flips it and he's like looking, he flips it around, and then it gets three, mm-hmm. they said three delegates to Buddha Judge. So did that boost him from 11 to 14? That's what or I said. 13, I guess 10, 10 to 13. Th- yeah, or, or, if, or is it the other count where he has 564, should he have 561? Either way, I think Bernie Sanders is your real winner here, and he says so as well. Uh, but Iowa, good job with that. Way to... Uh, such smooth sailing uh, yeah. last week. Yeah, it went really well. Yeah. And, and remember you had the lady who wanted to change her vote. I don't know if she ever was able to, but when she found out oh, yeah. that uh, Mayor Pete was gay, um, as a newsflash. Did flash. not want him. Yeah, so she wanted her that's vote That's not back. us talking. That's her. 
She didn't want a gay person in the White House. Yes. She doesn't. <laughs> the delegate so. count is uh, Buttigieg 13, Sanders 12, Warren 8, Biden 6, Klobuchar 1. Mm. And guess what? Over on the Republican side, Donald Trump actually won uh, 97% of the vote with 39 of 40 delegates. Bill Weld got a delegate in Iowa. Did he really? That's crazy talk. Bill Weld. Because the other guys dropped out. Uh, Joe Walsh dropped out, went yeah. back to the Eagles. And uh, <laughs> and Mark Sanford dropped out some time ago. So yeah. he lost any serious challengers, as serious as they were. Uh, so <clears throat> here we are on the day before New Hampshire, and we finally got Iowa sorted out. <laughs> it only took a week. And it looks really bad for Biden because he was fourth in this thing. So it went Buttigieg, Sanders, Warren, Biden, Klobuchar. And... He is tied for fourth right now in New Hampshire with Klobuchar mm. at 12%. Wow, it looks bad for him. And so he's he's losing his noodle right now. Mm-hmm. He's he, he is so pissed off and so out of sorts that he called a woman a lying dog-faced pony soldier over the weekend. <laughs> a lying dog-faced pony soldier. What? What? Oh, he was joking. Uh, that doesn't. Uh, does that make it okay? Seriously, to call a woman a lying dog face anything? No, I don't think so. And neither would anybody else if that was Donald Trump saying it to somebody. Well, he, he got it from a John Wayne movie. <laughs> I actually saw somebody look into that a little bit, and they couldn't. They couldn't find it al- oh. among the John Wayne movies. Uh, they found something similar in some other movie by some other guy of that time period. <laughs> Wait, I don't another know movie? Was. Yeah. Another guy? Yeah. Similar but not the but same But not the line. same. No. Uh, boy, they are bending over backwards they to are. try to defend Joe. They are. They're, yeah, apparently he's used it before. He went, uh, and I can't remember the senator he, he was campaigning for, but he was campaigning for somebody and he called that person's opponent a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Uh, so that seems to be not joking. That seems to be an insult that he has used over the years. And so can you really say he was just kidding when he said it to the woman? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's just losing his noodle. And he can't help himself anymore. He's just out of control. And he has no governor anymore. Uh, got this in from uh, Bob Loblaw. Love the blah, blah, blah. Ironically, there's a swarm of locusts occupying New Hampshire today for tomorrow's Democratic <laughs> primary. From the Steve 42, are you sure that Bloomberg's ad isn't actually an in-kind donation to the Trump campaign? <laughs> right. And from Governor Ghost, holy crap, when Pat threw the wipes across the room to Keith, mm. you guys were in split screen. That looked crazy. Uh-huh. It's another reason to sign up for the blazetv.com. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. Go there now. I think you still get the $10 off, 10 or $20 off. There's some discount. There's some discount. There's a discount of some sort. Offer code PAT. You see the fun and frivolity that we do here. Yeah, you never know when when we're going to launch a container of Clorox wipes across the room, and you want to be ready. You never know. I mean, it could happen at any time. So could any other, uh, a number of zany occurrences. (laughs) Word of the day, zany. From Rod Harrison, did AOC and her boyfriend meet on Moron Trivia? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, I think they did. 
we had a moron trivia poll, by the way. This turned out much closer than I thought. <sighs> I think a lot of people are like, you know, you don't want to make it it's too sacred. Yeah, you'd, I mean, it would be it'd be like having Christmas every day, and then that would sort of diminish the fun of it, wouldn't it? That it's only once a year. So uh, it was fifty nine forty one in yeah. favor of keeping it going during the XFL season. Uh-huh. Should we? Do more on trivia for the uh-huh. XFL 2020 season. 59.1% yes, 40.9% no. Uh-huh. There you have it. Yeah. So In a non-binding poll. And we do have, we, we hope to get um, Pat Gray Bingo up and running in the next few weeks. <clears throat> so stand by for that. So we'll still mm-hmm. have games to play and all that good stuff. Did you watch the XFL this weekend? Is it worthy of more on trivia? I watched uh, some. I, I watched a part of a game and mm. it, it was okay. It was, not, it was not bad. Did the new rules stand out? Yeah, they do. Because mm. uh, the kickoff is different, um, really close to each other, right? They put the kicking team's uh, players at the opponent's thirty-five yard line. I okay. think. <laughs> yeah, is it the thirty-five or forty-five? I don't know. But, but it's on that side of the. But field. it's on that side of the field, <laughs> and then they're like five or ten yards away, uh, defending, and then the kicker lines up back at his own thirty-five and kicks it. Kind of running start? Are we talking like thirty they, yards? Or yeah. Something? So they're trying to they're trying to prevent the running start, so you don't get up to full speed and cause these collisions that are hurting people. But does a kicker get a running start then? Well, that... yeah, he does, but who cares about yeah, the kicker? kicker? Right. I mean, he needs all <laughs> the help cares. he can get. Right. Yeah, the kicker can go as fast as he wants. <laughs> Let him get up to sixty miles an hour. We don't care. Awesome. Uh, so awesome. yeah, it was kind of interesting. And then uh, there were some other rules that. Oh, if you punt the ball into the end zone, okay. the team the uh, the team gets it not at the twenty or twenty five, but the thirty five on a touchback. Good start. That's pretty good because that makes you not want to punt it into the end zone. So wow. that might be a cool way to uh, that be that be a great change, I think, for the NFL too. And the overtime thing, which I don't think they used, but it's far better than the NFLs. But they still need to do the college. They need need to do the college overtime. I think, in my opinion, wow. so just we had the, line them up and play until somebody wins. I didn't see any of the Democratic <clears throat> debate. I didn't see any of the Oscars. I didn't see any of the XFL. And quite frankly, the only one of those three that I wish I had seen was the XFL. Right. Uh, yes. This whole weekend it wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. It was okay. Cool. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Ethan in Missouri. Ethan, hi, you're on the blaze. We have Ethan in Missouri. Yeah, perhaps not. Well, it looks like the line is engaged. Like uh, it does. Him and Martin are just kind of hanging out, chatting, talking about their weekend stuff. There we go. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hey, (laughs) Ethan. Hi. Hey. Um. Hey. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I just wanted to offer just a take on what Mitt Romney voted, uh, his how he voted on the first article. Oh yeah, the most popular person in America last year, last week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't agree with the way he voted uh, yeah. for for that. But I mean, that being said, so like as conservatives, uh, I mean, I know we want people to be free thinkers. We want them to be consistent. Definitely. Understand what the pr- principle. So I don't I, I believe that like he really believed that Trump should have been convicted. I don't think he would have done what he did. 
and open himself up to so much scrutiny if he didn't truly believe in what he was doing. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we sh- shouldn't we give him some praise for taking that principled stand? How dare you? <laughs> yes, we should. We should. I, you know, and I, I did that on the news and why it matters on Friday. I said basically the same thing you just said, Ethan. I think it was a principled okay. stand. And, yeah. you know, at least, at least he voted uh, to, to, he voted guilty on uh, the abuse of power, but he at least didn't on the uh, contempt of Congress. He, he, right. uh, he voted to acquit on, on that issue. And I thought that was a principled stand. And you're right. I disagreed with him, too. But, it, but, you know, he did what he thought was right. Well, people are, you know, incensed over that stance. I, because yeah. you can't, for some reason, you can't even, uh, you, you can't disagree with the president on anything um, if you're a Republican. And yeah, right, so, which is really irritating, and it makes it yeah nearly impossible to be a conservative sometimes. It does, yeah. You're right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ethan. I, th- I think that's a really good point. And I, I think we've just, you know, in some cases gone too far on the Trumpism. Um, you know, we, we've come a long way on agreeing with many of the things that President Trump has done, and I think he's done a really good job for the most part. Mm-hmm. But we don't agree with him on everything. No. No, and, and do we have it, to? I don't it, think so. Not it, if we're not if we stick to our principles. I mean, I'm not just going to follow Trump down every path, no matter what. And we have said time and time again the list of great things he has done. <laughs> yeah, we and have. it's a long list. It is. Let's be honest. But mm-hmm. when he does something we disagree with, we're the first person to tell you. But yep. isn't that what makes, and traditionally, I should say, has made our side better? Yes. And the other side. That's what I thought. It's our ability to discuss and debate issues. Mm-hmm. Whereas the left, they are in lockstep. And we and we have always... I don't want to And say, we are now too. Right. I don't want to say praised the left, but just admired, not the word either, but just been in awe that the left lockstep everything. Now they're the ones that are fighting amongst themselves. And mm-hmm. It's fun to watch. That, that's what they have seen from us over the years, I guess, right? Yeah. And now, though, just, just to march lockstep behind, whether it's a party, a person, an idea, you cut out the ability to be an individual. Doesn't mean that I agree with what Mitt Romney did, but... Yeah, I don't. At least we... Because <clears throat> I don't know what trial he was watching. Jeez, even on the uh, abuse of power, they didn't have anything on that. Yeah, it's just been... They didn't have anything. But the backlash has just been so over the top, like, well, I'm yeah, rescinding is. your uh, invite to CPAC. But are we kids? And, Stop. you know, beyond that. They want him removed from office. Right. This is getting. This is come on. That's just a for a, a principled vote. No, yeah. I. I don't. I don't go that far. But you know, m- many do. <laughs> many, 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 many do. do. So, and I'm not a Romney fan. I'm just. I'm not. Exactly. That's the other thing. We don't like him. We don't. <laughs> I don't even like the guy. Romney. We're just fans of having other ideas and then moving on. I mean, and a guy sticking to what I think is because. Look at it this way. What did Mitt Romney gain by opposing the president on that? Did he gain anything from his constituents in Utah? Absolutely not. That didn't help him. That didn't help him at all. So I don't know what, you know, unless you think he's just trying to ingratiate himself to the media. Hmm. And that could be. Could be. I don't know. It could very well be. I don't know. Because what else are you? What else have you gained there? You haven't gained any traction with anybody who can vote for you. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Just to make it clear, 
We're not defending Mitt Romney. Right, because I disagree with him. Right. All we're saying is this, this, this... Um, I, he shouldn't be removed from office for right, voting over-the-top reaction to somebody yeah. who thinks differently than us. It's too much. We can argue with them. We can debate them. But these mm-hmm. petty little things, can we not be like the other side when it comes to that kind of stuff? Yeah. I, I'd like to think we can. No, we can't. We used to be Wait, able no, to. But that, that's a... It seemed like... That was uh, the past. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The economy added a robust two hundred twenty five thousand jobs in January. Evidence of a blockbuster start to twenty twenty. Although the labor market data was collected before the global disruption of the of the uh, coronavirus, the economic effects of that outbreak will be refe- reflected in this month's numbers. Um, the release of the job numbers Friday capped a week that saw the conclusion of President Trump's impeachment trial and State of the Union address that focused on the nation's booming economy. Uh, it was a great week for him. It was a uh, great State of the Union speech. Impeachment finally ended. Great jobs report. Unemployment rate last month ticked up slightly from 3.5 to 3.6. It's still the lowest in five decades. <laughs> Uh, Wage growth saw a slight increase. Again, average hourly earnings rose by 3.1% on an annual basis. Monthly jobs numbers far outpaced expectations. They thought only 165,000 jobs would be added. 225,000 jobs were. Wow. That's a good report, man. Things are going well. And even NBC (coughs) is saying that. Yes, they are. (laughs) Because you can't deny it. What are you going to say about it? Well, that's a bad report. Is it? <laughs> How? Uh, also, Steve Krakauer posted this on Twitter last week. It's from a Gallup poll. About three in four U.S. adults say they'll be better off financially next year. Almost 75%. It's 74% of Americans feel they're going to be better off next year. Just 12% say they'll be worse off. Wow. The most optimistic number since the poll started in 1977. Wow, there's your right track argument right there in that poll. That includes 76% of independents and 60% of Democrats. Uh, This. uh, What? Can we vote today? Wow. Do we have to wait until November? Look at that chart. That's something else. Sheesh. So 74% to 12 say they'll be better off in 2020. And uh, the rest are like, I don't know. Or they're going to be the same. Yeah, 14%. Right? Yeah. They're going to be the same. <laughs> so that right there, that is... Uh, That's good news. That is great news for Donald Trump's uh, re-election chances at this point. I I think he's going to win by a lot. Uh, unless something really unforeseen happens, unless he really blows it somehow, which I... I don't know what it would be. I think I saw a Babylon B headline that said something to the effect of Trump absorbs uh, impeachment whenever his powers double now. You know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so now he's now he's invincible. That's funny. And I mean, he, he might very well be. Yeah, he might. What a great week for him. You got these economic numbers. You got mm-hmm. him getting through impeachment uh, mm-hmm. unscathed. You had the great, great, great State of the Union speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like I'm forgetting another victory in there, um, but we're getting tired of the winning is what's happening. See? Yeah, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm not tired of it. Let's keep winning. Yeah, I'm not tired of it. I could stand uh, quite a bit more of it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice. Uh, pizza. 
sent a record number of Americans to the ER. Oh, no. In 2018. Uh, the number of hospitalizations in the United States involving pizza <laughs> skyrocketed by more than 50%. Wow. Uh, whether it was caused by falling upstairs while carrying what? a delivery... Or someone slashing a finger with a pizza cutter. Oh, yeah, we've all been there, right, Oh, Pat? sure. No, no I actually oh. haven't. Uh, there were no fewer than 3,800 visits to the ER uh, two years ago related to the tasty Italian food. <laughs> that figure compares to 20... Wow, it was only 2,300 in 2017. Went up to 3,800 pizza injuries. Yeah. Were you among the uh, casualties? Sir? I mean, I've, I've come close come close i mean uh, mm-hmm. the odds are when you eat pizza practically every day that you know you're tempting fate true but uh i mean pizza's the perfect food and it seems like more people are discovering it and so mm-hmm. therefore more injuries right yeah i mean think about this you've got your grains you've got your meat your vegetables you got your dairy i mean it's tomato a fruit i mean everything's right there pizza is the perfect food and it seems like that the uptick mm-hmm. in uh people discovering that is leading to more injuries the injuries included a 17 year old Poking the roof of his mo- of his mouth with a fork okay, while eating stupid. pizza. First of all, what are you doing eating pizza with a fork? Thank you. Okay, you, that's you, your first problem. No offense, kid, but you deserve hey, that injury. Come on, kid. And you jam the fork into the roof of your mouth. Now that's stupid. stupid. That's stupid. That's just now dumb. stepping on scissors, something I've it's done, obviously a that Democrat. makes sense. But stabbing uh, yourself with a fork doesn't. Oh, an 18-year-old swallowed her tongue ring after feasting on a slice of pizza. Maybe you shouldn't, I don't know, have a ring in your tongue. Yeah, th- just a thought. I think that would have solved it. Yep. And then you wouldn't swallow it. Am I right? You're. It seems pretty so easily right. fixed. That one you could work around. And a 21 year old woman preparing a pizza who slipped with a bread knife in her hand. Oh. And then stabbed herself. Ouch. Oh. That's got to hurt. As Rob put on the screen, pizza too deadly. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful. Chicken too tasty. Chicken and too tasty. Pizza too deadly. Too deadly. Uh. <laughs> Then, of course, there was the uh, Chiefs' victory parade last week. <laughs> Somebody sent us this video. Thank you. Let's uh, take a look at this. Look at this. Uh, All right. So Patrick Mahomes okay. is on top of the bus celebrating the parade. Now watch. He's going to uh-huh. pass a ball into the crowd. Watch this guy going to get the ball. Go get the ball. Go get it. Oh, oh, and he, oh my gosh. Oh, no. He slammed right into a uh, one of those little uh, yeah, parking meters. That was bad, man. He looked like he got knocked out. out. Yeah. Do we see that again? So Mahomes throws a pass. <laughs> there he is. And the guy's going after it. Yeah, let's see this video. This is a, Or somebody on Twitter called it a post route. I think that was <laughs> Saves 84 might have done that one. Funny. Watch this. And he throws it, and bam. Oh, oh. I mean, there I am right there. I hope that guy was inebriated so he didn't feel it. That looked like it hurt. That wasn't fun. That was a... That was a parking meter to the chest right there. Yeah. That'll get you uh, ejected from a game, <laughs> parking meter. So be careful. Uh, any idea how, how many people they had turn off for their parade? Uh, four million. No. I have no idea. Not really. I'm going to have to look this up. It's probably not four million in the city of, in the whole metro area. Let's see. But it was believable, right? Might be two, two and a half, three-ish. Let's see. Attendance. Attendance. This is lackluster compared to the Royals. Weird. Oh, really? Oh, it was cold, I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, estimated 800,000 people. That's still not bad. That's a big that's crowd. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good crowd. I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. 800,000 people? That's a good That's a good size crowd. All right, 888 You know what's coming up on Friday, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> Valentine's Day. It's already here. 
Like it's on us. There it is. Four days away. Jeez. So we've got you covered, though. The Books Company can take care of it. That's Books as in bouquets of flowers. They offer farm fresh, sustainably sourced flowers for next or same day delivery. Mm-hmm. Order today, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. Listen to that. This That's, late in the game? Right, and think about That's this. That's crazy good. Normally, like, flower companies and stuff, they mm-hmm. jack up the price before right. Valentine's Day. Yep. Books is giving you 25%, 25% off. off this week? Wow. Go, go to books.com slash pat. That's B-O-U-Q-S. Books.com slash pat for 25% off when you use the offer code pat. Uh, let that loved, loved one in your life know how much you care about them. By sending them a beautiful bouquet of flowers. And the Books Company makes your life easier with more than just roses. You find sweet treats, beautifully styled bouquets, plants, gifts, succulents, all of that on their site. Go to books.com slash pat. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash pat. And get 25% off with the offer code pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, a while ago, we played the uh, Jessica Taylor for Congress video where she like threw up a shot behind her back <laughs> over her head uh-huh. and made it. And people said, oh, she didn't really do that. That was CGI. And then they showed how she had done it multiple times. They showed the, <laughs> the backstage kind of video of it. Um, anyway, she's got a new ad out. Uh, Jessica Taylor for Congress. Here it is. I'm Jessica Taylor, a pro-life conservative mom running for Congress to turn up the heat on the socialist squad, build the wall, protect the Second Amendment, and stand with President Trump. Because this sham impeachment is an attack on us all. In Congress, I won't just drain the swamp, (laughs) I'll burn it down. And Nancy Pelosi... You're fired. I'm Jessica Taylor, and I approve this message. That's awesome. Uh, she's got to be way ahead, right? Uh, I mean, we're going to look into that because okay. for multiple reasons. She's got to be way ahead. <laughs> Polling. Let's see. Polls. Mm-hmm. Alabama. Uh, she, she running in the uh, – what district is that? Because she's going for Congress, not for Senate, right? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh, wait, what was this? 70%? Oh, oh, never mind. Uh, it says Taylor said she was shocked by an annual poll showing 70% of millennials saying they would vote for a socialist. Ugh. Good gosh. Let's see here. I don't know how she's doing, but I don't even know what district. I'm ill prepared for that question is the bottom line. I think we're, we're realizing that <laughs> as time goes on. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But she makes great commercials. Uh, she does. District yeah, two. she does. District two. Okay. District two. Yeah. So I've uh, accomplished. And? I've accomplished that much. <laughs> and who's in the lead in district two? I'm sorry. I'm going through a tunnel. And you're breaking up. I just cannot hear what you're saying. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yellowhammer News going to come to the rescue here for me. Internal polling from the GOP, and we've got no numbers here. Twenty-four percent. Um. On the ballot test, Coleman Coleman leads with thirty six percent. Then some guy, uh, former Alabama Attorney General Troy King, at eighteen percent. Taylor's at thirteen. She's in third place. So it's thirty six eighteen. Then she's at thirteen. 
That sucks. Let's go, Come Alabama. On. What's your problem? Come on now. This is just last week these numbers were taken. Have you seen these ads? Yeah, right? Vote for this person. Come on. Looks looks great. It looks like she'd be a really good choice. Firebrand, yeah. Yeah. She's not afraid to, you know, to stir things up a little bit there. And she's, you know, build the wall. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Like to see that drain the swamp. Yes. Set fire to Nancy Pelosi's agenda. <laughs> okay. I'm, rip, I'm good with that. Rip this up. Jeez. Nancy. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how she does. Third place so far and way behind the leader. What was the, what was the top? The uh, guy. Some guy. Yeah. Some Coleman Probably is ahead the, with. Uh, I think he's the, uh, uh, yeah, Jeff Coleman, 36%. 36. But I'm trying to figure out, is wow. he the current, uh, he's not, uh, I don't think, I think there's going to be a vacated seat if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think there's a incumbent. All righty, Alabama, don't screw this up. I mean, you already screwed They've up. Done, when we done it had, a couple of times. Yeah, you've done this. Had some really good opportunities I mean, there. Could have had Mo Brooks. Yes, right? the uh, the highest honors. He could guy. have been your senator. Econ- I, For some reason, I mean, do you have a degree nope. in economics? Yes, ma'am. Highest honors, <laughs> and then you 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 ended up with a Democrat, Doug Jones. Congrats. That's crazy. Don't, don't screw around. You That's know? crazy in Alabama. You know, it's it's so bad for the Democrat Party that even James Carville, <laughs> yeah, even James Carville, is saying, "Hey, uh, can we stop with the communism? Pull back on the communist uh, talk." Hello, <laughs> can we go just a little bit lighter on the communism? He said that uh, the Democrat Party would essentially become a cult if you nominate Bernie Sanders for the election. He drew a bunch of attention in the last few days for how profusely he's spoken out against Sanders. And he should be. All Democrats should be. Bernie Sanders isn't a Democrat. Uh, So he has been speaking out really strongly, which is nice, because nobody, who else is? Very few people ever have. He said the party has got to know who it is and who its constituents are. The only thing... The only thing between the United States and uh, and the abyss is the Democrat Party, he says. <laughs> okay, that's stupid. That's typical Carville. <laughs> if we go the way of the British Labor Party, if we nominate Jeremy Corbyn, it's going to be the, the end of days, so I'm scared to death. I really am. Carville went on to say that African-American voters aren't interested in foolishness like revolution and socialism. Thank you. They're interested in somebody that's going to come to them and articulate a vision as to how they fit into this country. If we lose that, we're going to be the British Labor Party and be out some theatrical, theoretical left-wing la-la land. I'm afraid that Donald Trump is going to get reelected, and I have to do this four more years, and I don't think we can make it. I really don't. The country can't continue like this. Yeah, that's what we thought with uh, after the first four years of Barack Obama, too. And we survived it. So, Democrats, you'll, you'll survive Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and you'll be it's better for it, by the way, Democrats. You'll be a lot better off Yeah, you'll it. be a lot better off with eight years of <clears throat> Donald Trump than uh, five and minutes of anybody on the stage Friday night. No question. No question. <laughs> Two minutes of socialism will destroy this country. we got to stop it. 
Uh, Carville said, there's a certain part of the Democrat Party that wants us to be a cult. <laughs> yes. I'm glad at least I'm, he, at least he's saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in being in a cult. I'm not a very culty person, he said. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if they pay attention to a guy who's been so prominent in that party for so long and is really speaking out strongly right now because they've completely lost their way. I mean, it's it's really amazing how the Democrat Party has just succumbed to the socialist wing of the party. Yeah. Why has that happened? I mean, don't you believe in your principles? What They don't have any principles. That's the problem. I mean, this is what a big tent party gets you. Yeah. Because okay? they opened it yeah. up to every special interest... This conglomerate of of different views on everything under the sun found a home in the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier this hour, we talked about, yeah, it's good to have different debates and different ideas, but not necessarily with radicals. And that's who they open the door to, and that's who has eaten away at their party like a cancer, and it has become yep. a socialist party. That's where you're at. Congratulations, Democrats. Yeah, now, it has. Your leading candidates are of that mindset. That's who you have to choose and, from. And you're leading voices. Mm-hmm. So it's not just Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. It's AOC mm-hmm. and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and, and Ayanna Presley and all those people yeah. who are leading the way in that party. It used to be Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was, was the uh, standout, right? Yeah. Like, look, oh, we got the crazy old socialist. He's from Vermont, blah, right. blah, blah. It's just kind of an interesting mm-hmm. you know, uh, novelty. Yep. And then that uh, ideology takes root. And now we've got multiple, multiple um, congressional representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got leading candidates. Senators. On the stage. Leading candidates. Right, yep. For president. Uh, because you allowed, you gave a home to this ideology and you allowed it to grow. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. All right. Just to finish things off today on a, on a fun note, on a high note. Uh, let's show you a couple of videos here that are really Pretty heartwarming. Got this little guy who had uh, hearing implants. Are these cochlear implants? And they were turned on for the first time. And uh, this is really cool. Watch. Together, okay? So, they, so do you want to watch his face? Has never yeah. heard his mom's on. voice and before. Three, two, one, go. Hi, buddy. Hi, Christopher. Hi, Christopher. <laughs> oh. I love it. And immediately jumps into his mom's arms. That's so it's really great. cool. And a baby who gets glasses oh. and can see clearly for the first time. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sweetie. Hey. Look at this. Look at this girl. How beautiful. Watch her face. Wait a minute. What's happening? I can see Wait. things. Wait. Okay, this is new. <laughs> Look at that face. Those are better than animal videos. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's way better. Look at that. That is awesome. I love it. Life is precious. Why didn't they give her contacts, though? They'd probably probably look better on her. Probably difficult to put those in. You think? You you think? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) You ruined everything, man.